Welcome to Guardian Amy, the podcast that reminds you how amazing you truly are. And now, here's your host and personal guardian angel, Amy Everly. Welcome back, everyone. How are my special people? Now, did anyone see the episode title and think of Ashley Simpson's song, Pieces of Me? Early 2000s? No? No? Just me? (laughs) Okay. Well, I have another question for you. Have you seen the movie Steel Magnolias? It is one of my favorites. There are a lot of quotable moments, but you better be prepared with a tissue box. And I do mean the whole box because you're going to need it. But I bring up this movie because there is a character named Weeza Boudreaux. She is a foul-mouthed, miserable woman that complains about everything and everyone. She's played by Shirley MacLaine, and I absolutely adore the character. Years ago, I tried out for a community production of Steel Magnolias. And I had to have that role. I had to be Weeza Boudreaux because it's also a Southern movie. And one of the states that I lived in was South Carolina. And my Southern is just connected to that movie. So I had to be Weeza for a lot of reasons. But one of them, I think, is because I really identify with her. I have a crotchety side that can scare people away. I have had many, and I do mean many, friends confess to me later in our friendship that at first they didn't like me because, pardon my French, they thought I was a real bitch. So, I was regaling my theater attempts to one of my best friends, and I was telling her about this part of Weeza. And she couldn't see that part of me that was like Weeza. And it got me thinking. So we've been besties a little less than a year. Maybe not a little. A less than a year anyway. But she didn't know me when there were others that agreed that the role was fitting for me. And this got me thinking some more. Am I not that person anymore? Is there no longer a Weeza Boudreaux inside of me waiting to choose someone out for looking at me the wrong way? Actually, I can tell you that part of me is alive and well. Just today, I received some feedback that I didn't agree with. And after that person left, I proceeded to whisper expletives under my breath. So if my inner Weeza isn't gone, then what is it? Why couldn't my friend see this part of me? Now I know that we don't show every side of ourselves to everyone, but I feel like I've gotten to know this friend really well, and I feel like I've shown her all the sides of me. 
or the pieces, as uh, Ashley Sampson says, all the pieces, pieces, pieces of me. <laughs> anyway, the conclusion that I've come to is that that's just not how I show up in the world anymore. I've changed a lot. But many would agree that Weeza isn't the best role model. So should I reject that person who I used to be? That cranky, foul-mouthed person? Or there's another side. Maybe I could dwell on when I was a teenager and I was skinny, a ray of sunshine, and always had guys interested in me. No, I want to love each part of me, each version that has gotten me to who I am today. My life is far from perfect. Actually, there's no such thing as perfection. My life has ups and downs, and that's life, and it's okay. It took me a long time to realize that. There are things that I would change about my past, but I wouldn't change who I am today. I've learned so much, and I've worked really hard to become a strong, independent, trying to think of any other adjective, but, and when I say independent though, I don't mean that I don't still ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. We were not meant to live this life alone and you are not alone. Sorry, there's been a lot of me talk but I really hope that you'll sit and think about each piece that has made you who you are today. Because what did we take from last time? You're special. Each part of you is special, the good and the bad. Each version may not be your favorite, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be. But I do hope that you'll try and love each version. Because if you look, I bet you'll see that each version of you was trying and doing the best that you could in the situation that you were going through. And just like who you are today, I bet you're just trying the best that you can. So if you need to keep doing that, that's okay. Keep taking things, even one day at a time, one hour, minute, one second at a time, that you can keep going. And I promise, one day you'll stop and realize how different things are. I have this poem that I want to share with you 
It's by Sarah Kay. She's a spoken word poet. Now, this poem, particular poem, it's called When Love Arrives. And it's a two-person poem. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can watch it because I highly recommend watching it done by the two people. It is much more dynamic, but I really wanted to share it with you. I knew exactly what love looked like in seventh grade. Even though I hadn't met love yet, if love wandered into my homeroom, I would have recognized him at first glance. Love wore a hemp necklace. I would have recognized her at first glance. Love wore a tight French braid. Love played acoustic guitar and knew all my favorite Beatles songs. Love wasn't afraid to ride the bus with me. And I knew I just must be searching the wrong classroom. Just must be checking the wrong hallway. She was there. I was sure of it. If only I could find him. But when love finally showed up, she had a bowl cut. He wore the same clothes every day for a week. Love hated the bus. Love didn't know anything about the Beatles. Instead, every time I tried to kiss love, our teeth got in the way. Love became the reason I lied to my parents. I'm going to Ben's house. Love had terrible rhythm on the dance floor, but made sure we never missed a slow song. Love waited by the phone because she knew if her father picked up that he'd be, hello? Hello? I guess they'd hung up. And love grew Stretched like a trampoline, love changed. Love disappeared, slowly, like baby teeth. Losing parts of me I thought I needed. Love vanished, like an amateur magician. Everyone could see the trap door but me. Like a flat tire, there were other places I had planned on going, but my plan didn't matter. Love stayed away for years, and when love finally reappeared, I barely recognized him. Love smells different now, had darker eyes, a broader back. Love came with freckles that I didn't recognize, a new birthmark, a softer voice. Now there were new sleeping patterns, new favorite books. Love had songs that reminded him of someone else. Songs love didn't like to listen to. So did I. But we found a park bench that fit us perfectly. We found jokes that make us laugh. And now love makes me fresh homemade chocolate chip cookies. But love will probably finish most of them before for a midnight snack. Love looks great in lingerie, but still likes to wear her retainer. Love is a terrible driver, but a great navigator. Love knows where she's going. It just might take her two hours longer than she planned. Love is messier now. Love is simple. Love uses the word boobs in front of my parents. Love chews too loud. Love leaves the cap off the toothpaste. 
Love uses a smiley face in her text messages and turns out love shits. But love also cries. And love will tell you, you are beautiful and mean it. Over and over again, you are beautiful when you first wake up. You are beautiful when you've just been crying. You are beautiful when you don't want to hear it. You are beautiful when you don't believe it. You are beautiful when nobody else will tell you. You are beautiful. Love still thinks you are beautiful. But love is not perfect and will sometimes forget when you need to hear it most. You are beautiful. Do not forget this. Love is not who you were expecting. Love is not what you can predict. Maybe love is in New York City, already asleep. You are in California, Australia, wide awake. Maybe love is in the wrong time zone. Maybe love is not ready for you. Maybe you are not ready for love. Maybe love just isn't the marrying type. Maybe the next time you see love is 20 years after the divorce. Love looks older now, but just as beautiful as you remember. Maybe love is only there for a month. Maybe love is there for every firework, every birthday party, every hospital visit. Maybe love stays. Maybe love can't. Maybe love shouldn't. Love arrives exactly when love is supposed to. And love leaves exactly when love must. When love arrives, say, welcome, make yourself comfortable. If love leaves, ask her to leave the door open behind her. Turn off the music. Listen to the quiet. Whisper, thank you for stopping by. So what did you think? I love that poem. Oh my goodness. I love Sarah Kay. I think she's an amazing spoken word poet. I wanted to bring this poem up because I really like the last part when they say thank you for stopping by to love. That's what I think we should hold on to. When each new you comes, let's not obsess on who you used to be, good versions or bad versions. Love them for where they've brought you and focus on where you want to go on your bright, bright future. And when you think on the versions of you that are past, like Sarah says, whisper, thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any suggestions or things that you'd like me to talk about, please email me at guardianamypodcast.com at gmail.com. I'll see you next time.